This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Juliet Jacobs. Yes, folks, you heard right. Front Row is back after a, let's call it, pandemic-related hiatus. And for now, we're going to be a weekly show every Friday at 2pm, bringing you all the latest news from the performing arts and visual arts scene. So the theatre play and then came spring was also similarly put on hold due to the pandemic, but is finally set to be staged this month. And the story centres on the life of a child bride in Kabul who is abandoned by her husband after she has their baby. Now, this collaborative effort between refugee community-funded theatre group Parastu Theatre and also Instant Cafe Theatre is set to be staged at the end of this month. And I'm going to find out more from Saleh Sepas. He's the co-founder of Parastu Theatre and director of this play. And Joe Kukatas, who is the artistic director of the Instant Cafe Theatre Company. And she's also the dramaturg of this play. Welcome, both of you. How are you today? Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for inviting us, uh, both of us, to your show, Juliet. Absolute pleasure. I'm so happy to be kicking off our Front Row series again. You know, it's been a long year. Uh, and, you know, with you guys as well, you know, I think you guys have been, I guess spring is finally here, right? You know, after all these setbacks, you guys are finally able to publicly stage this performance. Um, Joe, maybe I can just start with you. You know, how have things been at Instant Cafe Theatre Company? How have you guys been uh, these past couple of years? Actually, we've been okay, you know. I mean, I, I can't complain. I think a lot of people had it a much uh, had it much more uh, much more difficulty. I think you know because we're a theatre company who is quite which is quite guerrilla. You operate out of my house, you know, so uh, we could still afford the rent because. I pay the rent and um, we didn't have big overheads the way, for example, you know, like KL Pack, of course, they had a very difficult time of it. And um, we did a lot of things online. You know, we hate to use this word pivoted, but we did pivot and we also used the time to develop um, other work. And we were also lucky that we got the Chandana Resilience Grant, which allowed us also to to keep going with some of our programs. So I, I don't think we had as difficult a time as many others. I'm grateful for that. Okay. And yes, you guys have been keeping busy. Uh, you've had, yes, you had to pivot. Sorry to use that word as well. You also did some Zoom productions like Para and all of that. So yes, you guys uh, did keep uh, working and did keep busy. Um, and, and Sally, if I can just talk to you now, I, I, you're no stranger to BFM, of course, but I just, I guess, you know, just for the benefit of those who might not know, can you remind us about, you know, the circumstances that led you to, to Malaysia? You are a refugee uh, living in Malaysia. Uh, maybe you can share that story with our listeners. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, my name is uh, Saleh Sipas. Originally, I'm from uh, Afghanistan, but I'm staying as a refugee in Malaysia since, since 2016. Uh, in Afghanistan, also, I had uh, uh, art activity, and uh, I'm working on media and support the Afghan community, especially the women and girls. Uh, when I uh, came to Malaysia, I also started and created the Parasotiatus and advocate and support the refugee community by arts. Mm-hmm. And uh, Parastu Theatre, I mean, if I read correctly, Parastu is a migratory swallow in Persian, right? And that also Correct. is meant to herald the, the coming of spring. And that's yeah. the name of your play as well, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Actually, the Parastu is a very famous name in Persian, in my language, in my culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, many girls and ladies, uh, the, 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 their name is Parastu. This is very typical and very nice name. And for me, uh, swallow is... Uh, homeless bed and very peaceful and very beautiful. The situation of refugee also is the same. Refugee are homeless and uh, 
they 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 follow the, the peace they they respect the peace they lost the peace that's why uh, i um, named this theater guru is parasto Okay. All right. Excellent. And I mean, you've you've been doing lots of different uh, sorts of productions, of course, here. And I understand that um, you you follow the method called theater of oppressed to tackle social issues. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We follow the the theater of the oppressed method. Uh, the creator of this method is uh, Augusto Wall. Uh, he is Brazilian. Uh, actually, this method is for uh, uh, for change for uh, community dialogues and advocate and support the, the oppressed people in community. They don't have any voice. They need support. And also this method is for education. We can uh, uh, learn from each other and we can bring the people from different community together. And um, with that, that method, we can solve the challenge. And also we can find the solution about the challenges. So that's, that method actually is I, I really love, I'm very interested because no gap between uh, theater show and uh, audience. Uh, sometimes, mostly, mostly when the Joker um, facilitate the show, the audience also have role on the, on the, on the show. Like uh, they choose the, the, the role, the, the character and choose the scene and play the solution. Mm. That means uh, that our audience also have responsibility. They have role. Okay. That means like when, as a human, I have role in my society, in my community. When we perform, our audience also have responsibility. Uh, this is very close with, uh, with audience. That's, that method. This is not just for watching and listen and then forget. No, uh, we have responsibility. Mm -hmm. Okay, so quite an immersive sort of yeah, performance. Yeah, the, yeah the, the other thing, the other thing, you don't need professional actor for, for this method. You can choose like Parasto, amateur, refugee. They don't have any experience. They don't have any knowledge about theater, but they can, they can do something. They can do, they can show their talents. They, they, can, they can talk. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love it. Okay. And, method, yeah. yeah, and I guess it plays, I mean, that also, you know, uh, is a very nice marriage with, you know, Parastu Theatre, which you also form to show what refugees can accomplish if given the chance, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because in, in, in Malaysia, that what I see, refugees don't have voice. So, I mean, that art, especially the theatre of Parastu, is the, the voice of a refugee. They can, you can connect them with, with the host community, with other people, and um, they can share their story, they can talk, they can... Uh, they can show their, their talents. So, and also since 2017, when I started uh, the Parasto performance, some of the Parasto actors, they had mental health problem. They had depression, they was hopeless. So uh, with that method, now they feel, oh, I'm, I have potential, I have power, I can talk. And uh, they are like speakers, they are panelists, they are activists. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for this. Mm -hmm. And it, it must be a nice sort of community experience, right? All coming together. What has uh, that experience been like, you know, working not just for your community, but also with, you know, other refugees and, you know, sort of like bringing these messages to, to your host country, as you called it just now? At the beginning, it was, not, it was not very easy because many people couldn't believe and understand the refugee knowledge and skills and art. But slowly, slowly, we... We continue, we perform, we perform with many NGO network and, and community. 
then um, now we have a very good connection, very, very good connection. And we work together like uh, Instant Cafe Theater in Paris, though, refugee and non-refugee. No space, no gap. We work together and we enjoy and we show our talents and our story. So that's very nice. I really respect this value. This is really important, especially for Parasto. And um, we, I mean, with, with art, like we change the image of refugee in Malaysia. Before Parasto, the, some people, they thinking, oh, refugee, no, have, they don't know about art. They don't have knowledge. They don't have uh, any good experience. But when we, when we perform, now uh, the people, our audience understand, oh, refugee also have knowledge and um, they are not hopeless. They, they are not always in, in need. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also can work uh, with them. So I'm happy. I'm very happy. It was not very easy for me. It was not, uh, it was very difficult, but I didn't stop. And still um, we continue. And I'm sure uh, Parasto growing up and we will do bigger, bigger performance in future. Okay, excellent. And and of course, you know, this play is one huge, beautiful uh, collaboration. Exactly. Uh, Joe, yeah. t- maybe you can uh, uh, jump in now. You know, tell me, how did you first hear about Paras 2? You know, what is it that, uh, I guess, you know, brought you guys together uh, for this collaboration? Actually, it started off because I went to the Georgetown Festival and I um, saw uh, Mahi Ramakrishnan there from Beyond Borders. Mm-hmm. And she had taken... Uh, to the festival, a group of migrant and refugee poets. So I had wandered into a room and saw them performing on stage. And I thought, wow, all of these people on stage are either migrants or refugees. And the poetry, the quality of the poetry was so good. Uh, Of course, some of them in languages I didn't understand, but she had created a system so we could see the the, uh, subtitled as as they were performing. So I walked up to her and I said, "Uh, what can I do to help? I want to I want to work with you further, and then she told me about Sally. She said, "Well, actually, also apart from the people you see here, um, there's this uh, um, Afghan uh, director, and he is um, you know he started his own theater company, but he also feels still a bit alone in uh, in Malaysia, <laughs> not really being connected to other people in the theater community." So I thought to myself, if I were a refugee in another country and I'm a theater director, I would want to know the other theater makers in that new country of mine. So I, I think, I guess it was an act of empathy. And, um, and then Mahi also told me that Sally was trying to start a small idea of a library. He was trying to collect books from people. So she invited me to go with her to Ampang and meet up with Sally. So I brought a bunch of books and we sat and we talked. And of course, for me, it was just meeting a fellow theater nerd, (laughs) a fellow theater maker. And so we talked about theater, the performing arts, what we felt was the role of the arts, what we felt as directors, and we talked about work that we liked. So for me, it was, I guess, my imagining what I would feel like if I went to another country and I did not know anybody in the performing arts, how would I would feel. So that's how we we connected Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. to begin with. Okay, and, and isn't that um, wonderful? Yeah, yeah. And then I actually invited uh, a couple of actors who Sally was working with to do uh, to be part of a production that I did in 2019. So two of them joined uh, that production I did. Um, and the dis- reason to do that was because I said, well, should theatre always be either refugee or non-refugee, right? Mm. And I felt 
why can't we have somebody who happens to be a refugee in a play? Just any other play. It doesn't have to be about refugee issues. It doesn't have to be about, it's it just that you're an actor. Sure. Right? And you should be, you should share the stage with other actors. So that's how it started. And so then this act of collaboration is, the play is one thing, but for me, the larger story is this act of uh, partnership, this act of working together to say, there's no reason to have any uh, barrier with working with people from other countries. Uh, in Malaysia, I always think, well, I work with people like Kopman, who's, whose theater is in Mandarin. I work with people like uh, Namron, whose theater is in various Malay dialects. Why can't I work with somebody whose theater is in Persian? Mm-hmm. So now I'm working a collaboration with a, with a Persian language director. So rather than thinking of him as being a refugee director, I like to think of Saleh as being a Persian language director. Mm-hmm. And and living right here in Malaysia with and us. You know. here in Malaysia. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, okay. All right. Let's just go for one quick break, guys. When we come back, let's talk a little bit more about the, the play itself. I'm speaking today to Jo Kukata. She's the artistic director of the Instant Cafe Theatre Company. And Saleh Sepa, she's the co-founder of Parastu Theatre. Together, they are collaborating on the theatre production call And Then Came Spring, which is going to be staged at the end of this month. We'll find out more after this quick break. You're listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Joining me on the line today are Saleh Sepas. He's the co-founder of Parastu Theatre and Joe Kukatas, who's the artistic director of the Instant Cafe Theatre Company. Together, they are collaborating on the theatre play and then came spring. Uh, it's been on hiatus as well due to the pandemic. It's set to be staged at the end of this month. Uh, uh, Saleh is the writer of this play, if I'm correct. And Joe, you're also the dramaturg of the play. Um, I guess, you know, for folks listening, can you tell us what the play is all about. Uh, maybe you can give us a, a, a sort of a brief uh, synopsis and what the play explores. Yeah. Actually, in a way, it's a kind of sequel to Saleh's previous play called uh, Screaming in Silence, where we first meet the main character, Nazanin, who is a, a young Afghan girl. And in that play, uh, we meet her and her father and her younger sister. And uh, her father basically is a bit of a layabout. And uh, he essentially sells her to a man uh, to pay off his gambling debts. So uh, at the end of the play, she finds herself tricked into this marriage. So at the beginning of this play, we meet her um, when she's about to have her child, her first child with this man who is much older than than she is. And her father's disappeared. Uh, So she's there with her younger sister, uh, Lely. Mm -hmm. And it's really about, and without giving away too much of the plot, it's really about these two young girls Nazanin and her sister Lely, and how they deal with um, this uh, abusive uh, husband of Nazanin and what they decide to do next. You know, mm-hmm. after Nazanin gives birth to the baby, uh, they have to decide what they want the future of this baby to be. Okay. The baby's name is Bahar, which is the Persian for spring. Ah, okay. All right. So we see the theme, the the, the running theme in yeah. this play. So I, I I don't want to give too much of the plot sure. away because you should come and see what happens in the play. But unless oh, sure. Sally, you want to add anything? Yes, yeah, Sally. Maybe you can just tell me, you know, why yeah. you decided yeah. to write yeah. this. Yeah. What inspired yeah, uh, you to write it? Actually, when uh, I performed in Screaming Silence in 2018, I didn't have plan to perform 22 times in Malaysia. That show. Okay. Uh, it was about the child marriage. Then. Uh, Many people, many audiences are interested to watch 
the screaming silence. Then I thought, okay, we can write and do the next part of screaming silence we call, uh, and then come spring. So, and then come spring actually is mix of the Afghan and Persian culture. That is new for Malaysian audience. I'm sure it's very, uh, our audience knows more about Afghan and, and Persian culture. Boy, yeah, and then come spring. And the other thing, many refugees, Afghan refugees in Malaysia, they have same problem. They have same risk and challenges. Hmm. So I, we try to show uh, that kind of challenge of refugee. They cannot share them with, by themselves. We can share by arts. And also something in Afghanistan, the people can see every day on the, on the road, on the street, on, on the city. But that is not very, very serious and important. We bring on the stage and show this is important. This is very serious because this is the human issue, human being issue. And we gave opportunity for our audience to thinking about this, this kind of um, challenge and, and, and issue. And uh, I, I really excited. I'm very happy we have this uh, great and professional uh, collaboration with Innocent Cafe Theater. This is the biggest performance by Parasto. Uh, yeah, the other thing we add the other actors from other community like uh, Palestine and um, Syria, and uh, it's like international uh, performance uh, between all of us. And um, we show how we can bring different culture in one, in, in one play, in one story and, sh and show together. Uh, for me, this is very nice. This is very, very artistic. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, most, most of the play takes place in uh, Kabul, right? Okay. But um, I mean, again, I don't want to give away too much, right? Sure. In terms of the plot. But as, as Sally said, uh, circumstances uh, and the plot of the play unravels in such a way that by the last scene, actually there are, um, there are people from all over the world, uh, not all over the world, but many countries of the world are in the final part of the play. And one of the reasons for doing this is because, yes, Saleh's earlier play was about a child marriage and about women. I mean, I always said to Saleh, whenever I talked to him, I said, Saleh, how do you get to become such a feminist? Right? Because he's very interested in women and girl stories, right? Mm -hmm. But of course, he was always interested in that, even when he was living in Kabul. But since coming to Malaysia, of course, he's also interested in the stories of, of refugees from other countries. So the idea of this last scene is to hear other people's stories, right? Because I remember when I, when I invited his actors to perform in this other play a few years ago, many people said to me, I didn't know there was such a big Afghan population in Malaysia, refugee population. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've also discovered, um, actually because of the Refugee Festival, which was uh, again founded by Mahi Ramakrishnan from Beyond Borders, um, that there are refugee communities from so many countries that I wasn't aware of. But of course, Malaysia does, has not ratified any agreement about refugees, so we allow refugees of the country, but they have no right to work, they have no right to healthcare, they have no right to education. So all the education, healthcare and um, work rights they have are always through private individuals, private concerns, there's no government funding, no government support uh, for these things. And yet they bring so much with them, uh, which uh, can enrich us in so many ways. Mm -hmm. So part of this purpose of the collaboration is to say, uh, I mean, as they do in Germany, for example, Germany has very well documented uh, increase in productivity <laughs> in uh, arts because of migrant communities. And Malaysia itself is proof of how 
my waves of migration over hundreds of years have created a very rich and unique culture. So for us not to be, to turn away the new migrant communities who have come to our shores, but to actually allow even greater hybridization, greater collaboration and create new kinds of stories, which are for all of us in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm very interested. I mean, this is obvious. Well, I, I haven't seen the play, but I, I imagine it's not easy watching. I mean, a lot of the parts I'm just um, guessing here, right? I, I guess in which ways or what theatre tools are applied to the treatment of, you know, trauma in that sense, right? Um, within the context of this work, uh, are there issues of ethics involved in the process, those sorts of things at all? I mean, I, I think if I can say as an observer, I mean, having, having watched rehearsals and of course having read the play and I'm, I'm actually helping in some of the writing by writing the last section. I mean, by listening to other people's stories, putting them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally uses um, a lot of humour in his writing. Uh, he also uses uh, songs, dance. So even in some really terrible s- scenes, but we see the humour in people's lives, right? I mean, that's the thing. Tragedy and comedy are entwined in our lives. It's, it's, I, I don't think people should come and think, oh, no, we're going to see something just like trauma, trauma, trauma. No, people's lives are full of trauma. But theatre doesn't just give you trauma. Theatre gives you a very rounded experience of people's lives. Um, but, for example, I love the character that Sally has created of the younger sister, Lily. She's so strong. She's a 10-year-old kid. She, is, she, she scavenges on the streets of Kabul. She collects rubbish and sells them in order to make money to support her sister. Mm-hmm. Right? And she meets another little girl who's also scavenging on the streets of Kabul. Right? I think in places where there's a lot of hardship, people aren't sitting around feeling sorry for themselves. They're getting on with it. And I think Sally's play has that same level of, I think, resilience, um, which, I, 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 which I like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also very emblematic of, you know, the refugees who are in Malaysia, as you pointed out, they are not allowed to work, you know, they don't have access to basic human rights. But, you know, uh, any anyone who I've spoken to uh, always say that they want to be helpful, they want to, to show that they're fully formed human beings, you know, they're not just special aid cases in that sense. Yeah. Saleh, if I can just talk to you, I mean, from your standpoint, uh, what kind of political or social effect do you think theatre can have, you know, considering all the difficult sort of socio-political developments that we're having around us, not just in Malaysia, all over the world. Um, but from your standpoint, what kind of change do you think a theatre uh, yeah. play like yours can affect? Yeah, Yeah. thank you so much. This is a good question. But before that, I want to say one thing about Andean Kami Spring. Sure. Um, when I wrote the Andean Kami Spring, actually, this is the, my image of Afghanistan, about Afghanistan. Mm. When I was in Afghanistan, what I see, what I saw every day on the city, on the Kabul and other city, because I had many trips in other, other city and other provinces as well. Mm-hmm. So what I, I saw on the city, this is exactly the image of uh, Afghanistan, especially the women and, and children. Okay. I, uh, yeah, something happened, in, for example, in school, in university, in hospital, this is really uh, surprise and re- re- sometimes it's very risky. So I also bring this type, kind of uh, issue uh, on the show. About your question, I mean, art is no border. If we don't know about the language, for example, someone uh, painting, we don't know about the language of painter, the, the artist, but we know what is the meaning, what is the, uh, what is the impact of that uh, art 
So all kind of theaters like that. If we don't know the, about the, our language, we can understand, we can feel uh, each, each other. And the good things, we can bring all people together in, in one place. This is very, I think is important. Sometimes many cannot bring all people together. Sometimes the government or um, political uh, issue cannot bring all people to, together. This is my experience in 2018 when we had the performance. Um, we invited the U.S. Embassy, ambassador and the Iranian ambassador. Okay. So we uh, said, they said uh, together in one line, okay. but normally of a political issue, they said in front and, and uh, Across. talk face to face very hard. Yeah. yeah. But art can bring them in one line and together. So for me, this is very nice. That's why I, uh, I love and respect the arts. In Malaysia also, no one uh, don't know about myself, about my knowledge on, about the refugee scales. When we started the, the Parasto performance, uh, now many people interested to come and work with Parasto or watch the Parasto show. And we work together. We have many, many collaboration and supporting with uh, each other. That means is no gap between me as a refugee and my local friends. So this is the power of art. That's why uh, we're doing uh, the art. Okay. All right. Excellent. I can't, uh, you know, can't wait to see it myself. And um, maybe we can just very quickly talk a little bit about the cast. You know, who do you guys have performing with you? Uh, as you mentioned, it's quite a multicultural cast uh, and I'm sure a multicultural crew as well, Joe. Yeah, so I'll let Sally talk about the, the Afghan cast, many of whom he's worked with before. But apart from the cast from, from Afghanistan, uh, there are people from different cultures, as Sally mentioned earlier, in the final scene, right? Mm -hmm. We haven't uh, finalized everybody yet. So, but so far, I would say there's somebody, there are people from Afghanistan, of course, uh, Syria, um, Palestine. Uh, there's a couple from other places, but I can't, I can't find like I can't tell you exactly definitively yet sure, sure. what that is. We we sometimes there are people who join and then because they are refugees with difficult circumstances, the cast sometimes has had to has had to shift, right? So this is also what I'm learning about doing community theatre. And with the purpose of the theatre is not is is more than just to do a play. It's also to actually allow and in to allow new communities to come in. And if somebody says, like Salih said the other day, oh, he got, an, he got a message from this young woman who said she wanted to be in the play. So I went to KL to meet her. Uh, she came from Sardang to meet me. And we had a long conversation, maybe a couple of hours, and she was very interested. But in the end, she said she couldn't take the time to do it this time. But maybe next time she will, right? So we're always still trying to um, allow anybody who feels this will be a good experience for them uh, to come in because we're trying to be more inclusive, mm -hmm. I think, because part of what we're trying to do with Instant, at Instant Cafe by doing this is to is to say to other refugee communities, uh, if we can do this, if Parasu can do this with an Afghan community, then your communities can also do this. Mm -hmm. So, which is why we want to invite those communities to be part of this project as well and to share the stage. Um, for me, the act of sharing the stage is the most important thing. And that the stage must be open to everybody, right? It doesn't matter where you're from or how last minute even you want to join. We try to accommodate. It makes it difficult sometimes. I'm like, okay, right, we write, right, we write. <laughs> but I, I feel that it's 
is something that's important because the, the commitment to that is very important. The other thing we're trying to do in the collaboration is to transfer knowledge, share knowledge. So uh, we have a Malaysian uh, stage management team. In fact, CK is in the next room right now having a discussion with them. <laughs> they will come and try and they will be the stage managers because there's no full-time stage management team with Paris too. They're all uh, people who have to work part-time because they have other jobs. Um, so the Malaysian management team will try to um, um, share their skills and knowledge with people in Paris too who are interested in becoming stage managers, who maybe then later can think of doing stage management um, as a job okay. later on. Um, we're also working with a, a set designer who's Malaysian, set builder who's Malaysian, props master, they're all Malaysian. But we hope, for me, this was also for Sally to meet uh, Malaysian uh, professionals. So next time, he doesn't have to work with me to work with those professionals. He can work with them directly. So it's, it's all about including Saleh in the community, including Paris too in the community, and saying to other uh, communities, we are all open to your working with us. Mm -hmm. right? And maybe not just in the cafe, this, maybe they want to, maybe um, Actors Studio will do something, maybe, you know, uh, Five Arts. I mean, there are many theatre companies, and I think we're all open to collaboration. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, going back to what you said, Joe, it's uh, Saleh is another is a fellow theatre director. Yeah. We don't have to, you know, brand him as oh refugee theatre director. Yeah, he's, I mean, because in Malaysia, so many languages, right? So people yeah. are making theatre in Hokkien. They're making theatre in Tamil mm. and in Malay and Kalantanese. You know, yes, so yes. why not Persian? Exactly. Yeah. Why not Persian? Well, um, maybe Saleh, you want to talk to me a little bit about the cast that you've got working with you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in total, I think we, uh, yes, we have uh, 14 uh, actors mm -hmm. from Afghanistan, from uh, Palestine, um, Syria, one, one of them maybe from uh, Burmese community. So they have different background, all of them. I think six of them are new. This is first time they are uh, acting on a stage. Other of them, they have experience uh, in the uh, several years, they, because they, they actor and actress of Paris. So. <clears throat> but the background is some of them born as a refugee in Iran, for example. Hmm. And they growing up in Pakistan, then they come directly uh, to Malaysia, but they didn't uh, have any image. They, did, they don't know about uh, Afghanistan, but the Afghanistan is, the, uh, the, the, they're originally there from Afghanistan, but they born in, in other country. Some of them is they educated in universities. Some of them they cannot read and write. It's different, different um, ages, different uh, uh, background, um, uh, different. Yeah, all of them in, uh, in different have different background. Okay. Uh, actually, this is very challenging and very difficult. Bring all of them and, uh, and work with them, but um, uh, it's possible. It, it's possible. So. Because in this few years, what I uh, I'm doing by Paris, so everything was difficult. But uh, we 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 need to do. If we stop, who continue? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and the other thing, uh, Joe also mentioned about that. I really love this collaboration. This is first time like refugee and uh, local working together in high level, like professional level uh, level. And Joe told. Yeah, this is a good opportunity for us to 
learn new things uh, about stage, about setting, lighting, sound, many things, many, thing, many things happen. So the, uh, the other goal is the members of Pariso must learn mm -hmm. these skills. In the future, they can, they can work and they can share, they can do many, many things. Mm -hmm. uh, and also we have message for uh, somebody they cannot, they are not sure, they don't want, or they uh, don't thinking this is not possible, refugee and non-refugee work together, but we, we want to show this is easy and this is very nice if you work together. Um, this is actually a good example for mm -hmm. others that they cannot believe uh, like working together between refugee and non-refugee. Okay. I just want to add one thing that, of course, there have been times when people have worked together. Refugees have worked in with other Malaysia, other Malaysians as well. In fact, when I met the, one of the actors who was going to be in the last scene, uh, Maj, he's from Syria, and Sally had told me earlier, "Oh, I've met this man. He's a good musician, and he's I think he's really suitable for this character." I said, "Okay, great. Let's meet him." Then when he came to my house, he walked through my gate. We both looked at me, each, each other, and he said, hi, Joe. And I'm like, oh, I, I know you. He says, yeah, much. I'm like, yes, I know. I've met you. I just didn't realize that he was a refugee oh, because I've seen him perform with my cousin, um, who's a tabla player. So mm -hmm. I've se seen him play, you know, music uh, elsewhere. And he said, you know, and for him, you know, he, he said, he, 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 he said what he liked about Malaysia is that he said, okay, maybe the problems with the government are, are quite awkward, quite difficult, that they don't give uh, opportunities to refugees. But he said, Malaysians are very welcoming. Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, you meet other musicians and they're like, oh, you're a musician too? Okay, come play. Right? So I think same thing. Oh, you're an actor, come act. You're a director, come let's direct something together. Uh, we have no prejudice. We have no barrier. I think art has no barrier. Uh, artists have no, have no barriers with each other. Okay. And Joe, of course, you know, it is uh, the first main stage production of the year mm. and you guys are still fundraising for it. Uh, what sort of help would be, uh, yeah, what would be most helpful to you guys? How can how can we help, basically? I mean, I think that you know, the general public can um, make even a small donation. I think we, if you go to our Instant Cafe Facebook page or the Paris 2 Facebook page or just uh, write to us, we have a little simple Google form and you can make a donation. You can make a donation starting at 100 ringgit. Uh, if you want to make, if you want to give us 2.6 billion, also can lah. But we're, you know, we're 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 microfunding, uh, sure. and I think it's a nice way for people to feel that they helped put together this community project, which is why we initiated it. Um, also, there is uh, the Brickfield uh, Brickfields Asia College is one of our supporters, and Mr. Rajasingham from there has an uh, an organization which is um, called Give Back. Mm -hmm. And they have also created their own page where you can go to their give back page and find this particular project, which is um, Afghan and then came spring Afghan theater empowerment project. And you can make a donation through that mechanism as well. So there are many ways where you can do a, a micro fund. Um, um, uh, you can um, support us in some small way and it all will add up. And then you'll be become part of this uh, community project as well, which I think is nice too, that it's being done in this kind of way. Definitely. And of course, you know, the other way is to come for the play uh, itself. And that's uh, happening from the 22nd to the 24th of July. Uh, and there are tickets are 35 ringgit and 55 ringgit. But there is also something called golden ticket. Am I correct? That's also a yeah. way to support 100 ringgit. 
Yeah, so if you, you know, it's like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, you can get a golden ticket. <laughs> so the golden <laughs> ticket, basically, it costs 100 ringgit. People said, well, do I get a better seat? No, your seat's the same, but you know, you're in a better, the best seats maybe, but you don't get anything benefit anything extra except for that warm fuzzy feeling <laughs> or, uh, feeling that you've supported the arts in Malaysia and you know especially after the last couple of years I mean I know I said we we are not we were not as as badly affected as some but I'm just saying we're not as badly affected as some but all the arts were affected of course uh, by the COVID pandemic and I'm really happy as well that we're coming back by doing this play uh, for me this was a play that we were supposed to have done before the pandemic hit us so it's very significant that it should be spring <laughs> You know, the end of the pandemic, endemic uh, situation is a kind of spring uh, for all of us. And yeah, I yeah. feel it's important to do something which is about um, the coming of, of uh, or the end of winter. Yeah, actually, we had planned to do, to perform the Andean in spring before uh, lockdown. Yeah. We sold some tickets, but uh, <laughs> because of lockdown, we postponed everything. Sure. During the lockdown, we also scheduled two times to do <laughs> online the Andean in spring. Okay. Then postpone, postpone. Yeah. So the first thing in my mind is coming, okay, when the lockdown is finished and then coming spring is coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it gave me hope. It was also true when the lockdown is uh, over, uh, finished, we plan again and uh, now we are very close to on July and do the performance. Uh, for me, this is like very, very uh, gave me hope. Like um, for refugee, hope is very important for all humans, especially for refugee, because the future is very dark. Mm-hmm. When uh, something good, that means bring hope for refugee. Uh, so for me and for uh, Paraso actors, this is really, really full of hope. And we thinking maybe, and then coming spring, change our mind, our situation, our life, everything. So yeah, it's very nice for me. And one more thing, Julia, I wasn't sure this was covered earlier, but um, of course, uh, a lot of the play is in Persian, mm. but we also will get to hear other languages, uh, Arabic um, as well. And so, of course, not that many people understand Persian, so don't worry. We have subtitles in both English and Malay, okay. uh, so people can follow the story. Uh, but we, we thought it is important to have that people speak their own language because it's the language of their heart. And when they speak their own language, you can feel what they are talking about. Yes. Even, even if you don't understand what they're saying, uh, and the subtitles are there to guide you through the, the plot and the story in that way as well. Okay. Yeah, so we're trying to be inc- as inclusive as we can uh, in that way. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you so much, you know, both of you for sharing. Uh, again, you know, uh, it will be staged at DPAC from the 22nd to the 24th of July. Uh, you just need to head to dpac.my for details uh, if you'd like to support it anyway. I think, Joe, you mentioned just head to the uh, BAC website or also the Instant Cafe's uh, Facebook page, right, for updates? Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, both of you, for joining me today, our very first episode of Front Row as well. So spring for all of us. Um, I've been speaking to Saleh Sepas, the co-founder of Parastu Theatre, and Joe Kukatas, the artistic director of the Instant Cafe Theatre Company. If you miss any part of our interview, you can always download the podcast at bfm.my or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.